was on travel last week, I did get to read a PNJ article concerning Commissioner Vergash's texts. That left me with several concerns, uh, pretty serious concerns, and I am speaking as a citizen here tonight. Um, my first concern is the release of public records. The second concern is collusion to gerrymander redistricting. The third concern is potential sunshine law violations in the course of uh, gerrymandering the redistricting. And my fourth concern is any whistleblower considerations that may be uh, associated with, with this topic. So four concerns offered by Glenn Conrad, who I believe works for the county, which is part of that disclaimer he had at the beginning. Remember last hour I played you the audio from Stephen Stroberger, who is the aide to uh, Mike Kohler, commissioner for District 2, and who ran against Mike. Um, and, you know, he had his own complaints and has called for uh, Jeff Bergosh to step down, which Commissioner Bergosh says, uh, you know, forget that to quote. Uh, he's not stepping down. So in the public forum yesterday during the county commission meeting, you had a second person get up and say, this is bad. These texts, they're, they they look bad. They look like you've created violations of uh, either sunshine or gerrymandering or the other things that he mentioned. I'm going to ask you to solicit, uh, support at least, but hopefully solicit a state Florida state agency investigation on these. These are all state laws. Sunshine Law is a state law. You're all subject to it. In fact, I'm subject to it. Um, the state agency investigations, state attorney's office or attorney general of the state of Florida, perhaps in conjunction with FDLE, perhaps to depose all of you under oath, go a long way to doing this. It would also alleviate any potential appearance of conflict of interest by county staff since essentially you hire county staff, and if they're investigating you, then that's a whole another problem. Yeah, I mean, if the county's doing the investigation, that's not an outside agency. That's not a, you know, unbiased view. Also, the FBI, well, it's not, you know, they're not investigating on behalf of state law, so that's not really relevant, which he brought up. Uh, there needs to be some outside investigation by either state attorney or by some agency at the state level uh, that would be unbiased, unconnected, and relevant to state law. Jeff Bergash, for his part, responds... Yeah, Mr. Chairman, I want to weigh in on that as well. Sure. Well, Glenn, just for your edification, there's two investigations going on right now. One of them is a FBI investigation as to the theft, the theft of property from the county. Now, it did include my text messages. Well, yeah, and that's non-responsive to his concern because that has nothing to do with the, the issue of whether there's been a sunshine violation or a gerrymandering violation or anything like that. But also for your edification, I took my phone to the IT department because it was failing and those messages were going to be deleted. The IT department saved the files. Subsequent to that, I fulfilled three different public records requests with those files that I saved. So you've, you know, you've spoken, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address it. So there are investigations going. Again, the account of why he took the phone, that's at odds with some of the testimony in the case. It seems at least one person said it was because he locked himself out of the phone. Um, was it because the phone was failing and the text messages were being deleted or was it because he wanted the IT department at the county to restore the functionality of his personal cell phone? Well, you know, this is an open question at this point. You mentioned the Sunshine Law. I've never once com committed any violation of that. There's nothing in those text messages that says that I do, that shows that I did, because I didn't. One-way communications are permitted. I can give you the relevant attorney general opinions if you'd like He's them. right about that. A conduit is a conduit if I send something to a commissioner outside a meeting through a conduit, through a third party, and th third party, and then it comes back to me. That would be a violation. Otherwise, we, um, do you, are you listening? You paying attention? Otherwise, I could never do an op-ed. I can never do a radio interview. I can never do anything. Eh, 
those are not the same thing, but he's right. And again, this is my assessment is I don't see evidence of a sunshine violation. Skirting the spirit of the law? Absolutely. Skirting the letter of the law? No, I don't think so. At least not in what we know so far. I talked to a lot of people. I talked to a lot of people via text. Um, these texts are going to come out. I would have I would have offered them to anyone as I have over the last 18 years as an elected official if they were requested. The problem is, Glenn and Steve, they were stolen. They were stolen. And not only the text messages. And by the way, at least one person claims that they had made these records requests and not had them fulfilled prior to all of this, just as a FYI one claim anyway. But personal files on about 12 citizens of the county, including, including pictures of passports, pictures of driver's licenses, medical information, things, Glenn, that would never be released under any public record request ever. So it's, it's one, it's, no, no, you're done talking. You're listening now. For your edification. It's one thing to come up here and make outrageous Glenn, allegations. Glenn, please have a seat. Keith, please yeah. have a seat. Jeff it's one speaking. It's one thing to come up and make outrageous allegations, but when you do it Jeff, from a position of second. being... Glenn, please have a seat. In the, don't make this... No, you can't. Don't make me have the security come out there. Please have a seat. Yeah. Je, Mr. Conrad, please have a seat. Goodness. Jeff? Yeah, I'm just going to finish my point. If you come up like you and Steve did from a position of glibness and ignorance. I'm going to correct you. That's the way it works. From a position of glibness and ignorance. One last one at this moment. This is act two of the play. There is an act three coming next hour. Oh, trust me, that one's the best of the three. Send any letter you want. Request any investigation you want. I got nothing to hide. Never have, never will. And let me just point out, 18 years in public office, not one ethics complaint, not one lawsuit. It's because I follow the rules, Glenn. Thank you very much. So once again, I think we see that Commissioner uh, Barry has had the comment of the day with his goodness. <laughs> so there you go. That's the drama at the Escambia County Commission meeting yesterday. And trust me when I tell you, seven ten is going to be the time to hear the best part. Or check it out later on the podcast page. Uh, Transgressors comes up next. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. Well, Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road, that's in front of the Tom Thumb and the water company there. Uh, we do have a vehicle crash with injuries reported. Hopefully everyone is okay and this blockage can be uh, cleared up before the morning rush begins here in just a few moments. Uh, otherwise, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. Highway 90 out of Milton and Pace looking good. Highway 29, no accidents reported there coming south into Pensacola. If you have traffic info to report this morning, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Marcus Point Baptist Church invites you to a Christmas celebration for the whole family. The spirit of Christmas has been a Pensacola tradition over the past 30 years. This year, our special guest will be Joe Kennedy, the praying coach. While we're celebrating, your kids will have a blast with our kids' ministry, plus a free meal for the whole family. It's all happening December 10th at 10 a.m. at any of our three campuses in Pensacola, Beulah, and North Pace. For more information, visit PensacolaChurch.org. REAP Maxwell Respite Center needs your monetary donations. They are not a shelter. Their transitional housing life skills, programs for the homeless, and emergency shelter programs work. They give a hand up, not a handout, by teaching self-sufficiency through life skills classes by using personalized case management. If you want to help the homeless make a change, please donate by visiting reapreentry.org and connect with Maxwell. They need your help to continue making this work. 
this morning at 10.30. Join Santa Rosa Animal Services on the Pensacola Expert Panel. They believe every life is precious and that every wag of a tail, every purr, and every gentle nuzzle is a gift worth cherishing. Their dedicated team of volunteers works tirelessly to provide shelter, care, and love to animals in need. Learn how you can give back, adopting or fostering a furry friend. Discover the resources you need to make your community a better place for pets. That's this morning at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Pensacola Winterfest continues downtown. Bring your family and experience music, shopping, food, caroling in the streets, trolley tours, and of course, Santa. For all the info, see downtownpensacola.com. The Cox Pensacola Christmas Parade is Saturday evening. The fun starts at 515 with nearly 100 entries and lots of local bands. See coxpensacolachristmasparade.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at newsradio923.com. This is Jim Grimes from Southern Media wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Jessica with Pensacola's Kia Autosport wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us at Duncan McCall Advertising, we want to wish you a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Sheila Nichols from Pensacola State College wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings 5 till 9 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the Transgressors Memorial Service, remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew, remembering those who we have lost. The first remembrance this week is for the Mattel Corporation, for doing such a terrible job in its production of the theoretically inclusive, but actually insulting, Wilma Mankiller Barbie. As you all know from your Saturday school classes, Wilma Mankiller was the first female chief of the Cherokee Nation and is part of the Inspiring Women series from Barbie that includes anthropologist Dr. Jane Goodall, journalist Ida B. Wells, and author Maya Angelou. Although we of course applaud Mattel for seeking to uplift girls with these aspirational icons of female achievement beyond fashion and sexuality, what they have done to Chief Mankiller is unforgivable. Yes, she had black hair. Yes, her skin tone was dark. And yes, she once wore a blue dress with four horizontal colored stripes. But have you seen the basket she's carrying? That's no Cherokee basket at all. Instead of the rich, ornate tribal design so common to Cherokee wickerware, this plain tan basket looks like some leftover from a suburban soccer mom's Longaburger party. Moreover, Chief Mankiller was most definitely a plus-size woman, not the wispy Barbie insult presented on her behalf. But that's not even the most atrocious part. You won't believe this. Because Mattel failed to consult with the Cherokee when fashioning their marketing materials, the box containing Chief Mankiller's insult Barbie does not state the name of her tribe correctly. Rather than Cherokee Nation, the box says Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma, a non-entity. But this is still not the main error. Because Mattel actually used the wrong syllabary, the set of symbols used in the Cherokee language, the package doesn't even say Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma. It actually says prepare yourselves, Chicken Nation of Oklahoma. 
That's right. In a triumphal insult to indigenous peoples everywhere, Mattel managed to mangle the name of the tribe of the woman it claims can inspire other girls to be anything they set their minds on, insulting her identity in a way that only other Cherokee will even notice. Such a disappointment for the company led by white men. Do better next time, Kimosabi. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, the Washington Post which just yesterday failed its workforce so colossally that they struck for one day and performed no journalistic work whatsoever. In response to the anticipated elimination of 240 positions from its 3,300-person workforce, 750 staffers walked off the job yesterday and refused to create content for one of the last remaining full-service newspapers in the country. Of the 240, the Post had only managed to get 120 employees to take buyouts, and it is dealing with a $100 million loss this year, mostly due to declining advertising sales, stagnant subscriptions, and low morale. One of the key demands by the employees is that the Post raise wages in order to combat the cumulative effects of inflation and make people feel better about coming to work for a failing corporation. And it is here where we side with the journalists, of course, our other in arms. Like so many unions before them, the News Guild lives by a simple truth. When the company that employs you is hemorrhaging money, the only right solution is to demand they raise wages for everyone, by using what we like to call fairy sprinkle dust money from the sky. The guild really has this one right. Surely a company in a dying industry like newsprint can simply wave a magical money wand and just give people more dollars for the same work they weren't even willing to do yesterday. Right on, Washington Post staffers. Your understanding of basic economics shows you've really got the winning formula in the grasp of your ink-stained hands. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Finally, our most lavish praise this week is reserved for the Great People's Republic of California, where it will soon be illegal to sell children's toys without providing a gender-neutral section so that cisgendered kids won't be programmed with narrow traditional gender roles, and so that non-binary children will have a safe space to look for toys without having their identities microaggressed upon. Yes, as we have long complained, the gender apartheid practiced in toy stores is one of the most deeply offensive practices created by the patriarchy. For so long, they have coerced young boys into certain identities and industries, such as with their Nerf guns and G.I. Joes preparing them for a male-dominated military, their erector sets and connects reinforcing the idea that men are the builders and engineers, and their Hot Wheels and RC cars teaching them that men do the driving and women are trophies who are only capable of passengering. Meanwhile, little girls must go to their section of the store where they are prepared for lives built around man-baiting with starter makeup kits and glitter, domestic servitude with tea sets and easy-bake ovens, and maternity motherhood rolls with American Barbie, American Girl and Barbie. Once you see the gender propaganda continuously assaulting our children, you see the wisdom of the California legislature. And yet, this new law still fall, falls far short of our ideals. For one thing, the law allows stores to retain the traditionally oppressive boys and girls aisles and only requires that some unspecified portion of the store be used to promote our special proprietary bl uh, blend of gender anarchy. Only by outlawing gendered toy sections altogether can this problem really begin to be solved. Another inadequacy is that the law still allows toy makers to package and advertise their toys with clear gender bias in mind. So even in the supposedly gender-neutral section, Gendered color coding and male or female packaging images will still not so subtly impose cisgenderedness upon unsuspecting and psychologically defenseless children. Moreover, the law only applies to businesses with over 500 employees, so basically target Walmart and the like. 
But why do we only fight sexism in the big stores? Is gender justice not due to the child who enters a smaller store as well? Are gender non-conforming children only going to big box retailers? Surely not. Another flaw here is that this legislation really comes too late. It turns out that many toy retailers have already begun moving in the genderless direction on their own initiative and in response to market demands. But this is the worst part. Can you imagine a significant evolution toward gender equity being led by the free market responding to changing customer signals rather than by a top-down government mandate? The horror! And this is why we now call for Congress to immediately enact comprehensive toy reform. Let us assign all toys a gender bias risk factor and impose a sliding tax scale that punishes patrons for buying highly gendered playthings, thus incentivizing toy retailers everywhere to thoroughly degender their wares. No more pinks and light blues for Barbie. No more phallocentric tinker toys and Lincoln logs. And no more boys only pictures on the outside of Nerf rival boxes. But dear otherin, let me draw your attention to the worst gender offender in the toy universe, Legos. We hereby call upon the Lego Corporation to undergo a complete transformation. We demand they develop bricks with female-friendly curves to replace the hyper-masculine straight lines and edges. We call upon them to use materials that are more soft and pliable like a woman's body rather than the manly hard plastic it uses right now. Finally, and most importantly, we demand Lego entirely redesign their iconic brick interconnectivity mechanism because it is so virulently homophobic. What could possibly be more heteronormative than an entire toy system based on the basic mechanism of inserting tiny studs into appropriately sized orifices? The very structure of Legos screams hostility towards lesbians and gays. No, dear Otherin, Lego must reform. They must develop a building system in which stud-on-stud adhesion and receptacle-to-receptacle attachment is just as strong as the current nub-and-tube design. Or shall our LGBTQIAS plus children continue to be told that their way of loving is less sturdy than that of their straight peers? Yes, if we really are to teach boys how to be girls and girls how to be boys, we must start with the structure of their playthings. So down with the gender binary, up with unisex toys, woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! And now, brethren, sisterin, and otherin, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more. A little late to traffic here. Jake has traffic on the fives at the eights. At the eights, yes. Um, U.S. Uh, Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb and the water company there. We have a vehicle crash with injuries and uh, blocking part of the road. So hopefully uh, everyone is okay and that can get moved out of the road before this rush starts here in just a moment. Otherwise, I-10 and I-110 is looking clear. Highway 90, no accidents reported through Milton and Pace. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good. Uh, otherwise, on the map, let's see here, Fairfield not showing any problems. All clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Uh, no delays in Car City. If you have a traffic report uh, this morning, traffic to report this morning, let us know. Uh, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. This traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. ECUA bulk waste service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. Thanks. Listening to 92.3, informative, local, dependent. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, Steve sitting in for David this morning in our newsroom with headlines. Steve? Well, the headline coming up in just a few minutes, we will talk about this. Another bomb threat yesterday. This time it's at Pensacola High. Seems to be a kind of a trend going on, and I hope this 
trend. That's uh, not a trend we need to continue no, in any quits. way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. Absolutely not. All right, Steve. By the way, thanks for coming in this morning on short notice. And, uh, you know, uh, David, hopefully we'll be back on Monday. But it's it's good to get the band back together. Oh, yeah. People don't remember that you and I used to work like this for a long time. Yeah, I know. You know. So this is very good. I forgot how early this is. <laughs> I never do. Uh, <laughs> I never forget how early. What do you have coming up next after Fox? Uh, well, Pensacola police say they've cleared that bomb threat at Pensacola High yesterday. We'll talk about that in a minute. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The president's son, Hunter Biden, faces nine new federal tax charges filed in California. He's accused of choosing to not pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes and that he spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills. He's also still facing tax charges as well as a federal firearms charge in Delaware. Fox's Jill Nato. Police say the man who shot four people, killing three at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas Wednesday, had a target list he never got to and sent 22 letters to universities across the country. The first letter that we opened had a unknown white powder substance in it. Las Vegas Sheriff Kevin McMahon, the powder has now been tested, was found to have been harmless. The suspect who was shot and killed by police was a longtime professor who had unsuccessfully applied for jobs in Nevada. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning and happy first day of Hanukkah. It's 631, 53 degrees right now in Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor in for David Wayne on News Radio 92.3. Pensacola police say they cleared a bomb threat at Pensacola High School yesterday afternoon. That happened the day after a suspect was arrested for a bomb threat on board NAS Pensacola the day before. No connection. Uh, we're looking into the source of the call that was received this morning about a bomb threat at Pensacola High School. And... Um, uh, once we find out who did that, they will be prosecuted. Pensacola Police Department spokesman Mike Wood says the school was evacuated around noon while officers cleared the building and then the school resumed normal operations by about 12.50 p.m. Escambia Sheriff deputies are looking for a man accused of robbing a bank on Pensacola's west side. Investigators say the robbery happened at 2.45 yesterday afternoon at the Penn Air Credit Union branch on Softly Field Road. He was wearing a black hooded jacket with the hood up on his head and wearing dark sunglasses and a white mask. After entering the bank, he allegedly went to the teller, demanded money, and then left with an undisclosed amount. Images of the suspect have been shared on our News Radio Facebook page. Anybody with information, contact the sheriff's office or call Crime Stoppers. Well, all bets are on. It's being described as a new era in gaming, and that's beginning in Florida as the Seminole Tribe is relaunching its online betting app to all Floridians this week. Industry experts are betting big on Florida's appetite for sports betting. Florida has been and is going to be one of the biggest sports betting markets in the entire country. Yesterday, craps, roulette, and in-person sports betting made their debut at Seminole Hard Rock and Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The Tribe will launch the games today at the Tampa Casino and on Monday at several other locations. The launch comes after the U.S. Supreme Court refused to block the state's 2021 deal with the state to offer online sports betting in Florida. This year's Hanukkah celebrations may feel differently from those in recent years. A menorah lighting ceremony was held last night here in Pensacola at the University of West Florida to mark the start of the eight-day tradition. It comes during tense times for Jewish students around the country. Two police officers were at the ceremony, but no problems were reported. Well, looks like another interesting weekend. Let's check that forecast from Channel 3. 
This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a nice and cloudy day today. Temperatures much warmer, warming up near 69 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, dropping near 62 degrees. For your Saturday, we are expecting about a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Isolated showers in the afternoon, heavy showers and thunderstorms through the nighttime. High on Saturday near 74, low Saturday night near 65. Showers and thunderstorms continue through Sunday morning. A few storms could be strong, 90% chance of rain, high near 67. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check in with Jake for traffic on the fives. All right, we're looking pretty good out there so far this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. We do have on 98 westbound. However, uh, right in front of the Tom Thumb at Nantahala Beach Road, we do have an accident with injuries there. Uh, crews are on the scene, should be clearing that up hopefully very shortly, and hopefully everybody's okay. Otherwise, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace all the way around the curve through Scenic. Uh, you're looking good there. No accidents reported on 29 South through Cantonment. If you do see something out there, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. This traffic report is brought to you by Bobby Lycus Auto Service. Bobby Lycus Auto Service on Davis Highway. Let us know if you see something out there. 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Jake. Right now, looks like it's mostly cloudy at 53 in Pensacola, 56 in Gulf Breeze, and 51 in Milton at 634. Next news is at 7 Breaking News Anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Dom Savino with your money now. Amazon says it's piloting a new grocery subscription for Prime members in three cities. For $10 a month, Prime members in Columbus, Denver, and Sacramento can get access to unlimited free delivery on grocery orders over $35 from both Whole Foods Market and Amazon Fresh. Members in those test cities will also have access to 30-minute pickup on their orders. Back in 2019, Elon Musk and the Securities and Exchange Commission agreed to assign Musk a quote-unquote Twitter sitter. Now, the billionaire is pushing back. He's asking the Supreme Court to undo the settlement he and Tesla struck with the SEC, requiring a company lawyer review and approve Musk's Tesla-related tweets. It came after Musk posted a series of tweets in 2018, claiming he had secured funding to take Tesla private, a deal that never materialized. On Wall Street, about an hour away from the jobs report, right now futures are lower. That's your money now. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the 1 million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to 1000 bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
Open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st, and this year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan and get exclusive support from an approved Florida Blue agent. Affiliated Insurance wants to help you find a health plan that's right for you and meets your needs, not theirs. Make enrollment hassle-free this year by calling 850-477-5840 and make that appointment with your local Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitation health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield Florida Incorporated BBA Florida Blue. Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Berman Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They also have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Berman Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Berman Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com. We light the Hanukkah candles from left to right. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor, and as I light my Hanukkah menorah, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah. Also, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. From all of us at News Radio 92.3. From all of us to all of you, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I do like the fact that they uh, look to be um, wanting to stay more true to the master plan. I like the larger town center area. That seems to be what my constituents want. We had a couple days charrette and that, that came up multiple times out in Beulah. I want to start divesting some of the parcels. I mean, I, I do want to do that, but I want to do it in a way that's, that's clean, the numbers are good, and if, you know, if we have to start with four acres here, and five acres here and eight acres here, then I'm okay, you know, I'm okay with that. So the first voice, uh, Commissioner Jeff Bergash, uh, District 1, saying that, um, you know, he likes the idea that the the proposal for OLF8 uh, does seem to go along with the master plan to some degree. But, you know, they had concerns. He had uh, several concerns about this. Um, and one is th- this idea of kind of holding back some of the property for the job creation and letting the rest of it maybe go to developments. Uh, Stephen Barry, District 5, says, uh, you know, look, I, I don't know even whether I would be opposed to selling off five acres for some restaurant. If they want to do a standalone restaurant or, you know, anything, I kind of feel like, you know, getting it going might be, you know, better than doing nothing, which, you know, it's been nothing for an awful long time now. You know, I don't know about your conversations privately with, uh, you know, the new ED for Florida West, but, you know, publicly and privately, you know, I've told him, consider it yours to bring us a deal. Right. Let us be the, you know, let us be the hindrance that stops something happening out there. (laughs) Right. You know, get it off of your plate, you know, where where we can't say, well, you haven't you haven't brought us a deal. Yeah. Let us be the bad guy, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we'll say no to deals that are bad, but bring us deals. Go find something. If it was one, you know, just one standalone out parcel. That was, you know, ABC, fancy sit-down restaurant or whatever. And I feel like once we, you know, break the seal on something happening on the property, <clears throat> you know, the, the, 
you know, optimism, positivity, good things breed good things. I mean, you know, uh, activity is going to breed activity. Yeah, and I mean, there might be something to that. Then again, the danger is that if you start developing one parcel at a time, maybe in the end, you know, you get a kind of an incoherent mishmash of everything put together. And, you know, if this person builds their house and this person builds their house and this person builds their house and they're not really doing anything in a coherent, organized, overall way, then you just get a patchwork quilt of houses instead of some consistent design that creates an effect that can only be created by thinking in a master plan sort of way. So, Stephen, uh, the idea of a standalone parcel, if it's a full-service restaurant, <laughs> I'd probably support Whatever. that yeah, yeah. because we desperately need a full-service restaurant in Beulah. Okay, so I know, I know Jeff really wants his restaurant where he can have a steak and his wine. And I don't begrudge him that. I mean, I get that. He's said that many times. I think it's kind of funny every time he says it, but... Is there no property available in Beulah anywhere? I mean, is there a reason? I, I don't I don't know, okay? But I I kind of have to suspect that somewhere there's got to be some acreage where if an entrepreneur wanted to build a restaurant because they thought they could make money in Beulah, they would have built a restaurant because they think they can make money in Beulah. I mean, I you know, again, I I don't begrudge him having the county tailor a multi-million dollar project over more than a decade's worth of work uh, around getting a steak and wine restaurant. Not really. I mean, I'm, jo- I'm kind of joking, but, you know, I don't mind. It's needed. I don't disagree with him. But it just seems weird to me like that's kind of the focal point of the thinking a lot of the times instead of, I mean, if there's, you know, if people want to go to a restaurant, can't somebody start a restaurant? I mean, I'm not gonna, but it seems like if that were a real need, somebody would have done it already. And why haven't they? I don't know the answer. Anyway, continuing with his comments. I, mean, I just I, I just want to make this open to as, as many ideas as people can put forward sure. to us. You know, I mean that. And but like but like Robert said, and I do share his only concern would be if you did that and then you did another, it, it'd be it'd be easy for it to become a, like a hodgepodge of this and that and the other thing, and then it may, then it wouldn't be as cohesive as having one developer come in with a vision. Yeah, and I, I agree with him about that. It's the same com, uh, concern I think that uh, Commissioner Bender had raised as well. As uh, you're not quite sure what you're going to get at that point, will it adhere to the master plan? Will accomplish the goals of the citizens of Beulah and everything that they've put in to make this all thing good? So in the end, and this is the agenda review. I apologize, I did not get to listen to the entirety of the meeting last night. I only listened to the pieces um, you know, that I've been talking about this morning. So I'm assuming they kind of followed through. I know there was a lengthy discussion about OLF8 in the evening, but I just didn't have time to listen to it last night. Um, so the proposal seemed to be, let's hang on to those 250 acres ourselves and then say, hey, come back to us with a proposal that fits the rest of the stuff. What if, what if we said, uh, take that offer, subtract 250 acres, rethink the price, and come back with something? Yeah. Robert, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the closest thing I'm going to be able to get. And I'm guessing only because I did not listen to it, but I'm guessing that that was kind of where they landed in the evening when they were actually tasked with making the decision on the discussion item. 644 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If, um, let's see, if you are, was I just going to, I totally forgot what I was going to tell you. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Jake's got traffic on the fives. He just clicked over to 645. Well, Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb there. We do have a vehicle crash with injuries and uh, partial roadblock uh, should be uh, getting cleared out of the roadway shortly, and it shouldn't cause too much slowdown, but just uh, use caution heading through that area. 
Uh, also, uh, in from our traffic tip line, somebody texted in that the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there is a disabled abandoned vehicle up against the guardrail, uh, kind of sticking out in the lane there. So just use caution if you're heading to I-110 off of Davis. Uh, otherwise, um, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is flowing smoothly. Highway 29 south through Cantonment, no slowdowns or accidents reported. This traffic report is brought to you by Jackson Hewitt Tax Services, home of the Money Today, Money Today Guarantee. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt starting December 11th. Early refund advance offered for eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. If you have traffic info to report this morning, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. When you're working on a home improvement project, when you're remodeling or repairing, rebuilding, or building something fresh for the first time, you know Pensacola Hardware. I mean, great place to go and get your supplies and get your advice and make sure you get the advice that tells you how to get the actual supplies. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's probably why you go there. But also, when you walk in in the front of the place, in the front of the store, about the first, I don't know, quarter or so of the floor space, maybe it's a little bit more, um, is housewares, is gifts, is all kinds of cool stuff that if you if you get any of this stuff for Christmas gifts for your friends and family, you're going to be like the hero, okay? Because they've got, you know, they've got knives and they've got grills and they've got gumbo pots, all kinds of cookware. But then they've got like all your SEC merchandise you could possibly want and... And or some ACC, I don't know, just not just SEC, but uh, uh, anyway, they've also got this whole like shrine of Yeti. So if you like Yeti stuff, they have, I mean, literally, there's nothing you could want that they don't already have there waiting for you to buy it for Christmas or for yourself. You know, treat yourself. It's fine, too. Pensacola Hardware right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street, the oldest business in the entire state of Florida. And I have tickets to give away for the Pensacola Children's Chorus Christmas on the Coast. Um, I've got to give away here a pair of tickets to the Sunday performance. That would be December 10th, so you're going to have to be able to come by the office today and pick those up, but that would be for Sunday's performance of uh, Christmas on the Coast by the Pensacola Children's Chorus. If you want to go, then give us a call right now. First caller wins, 437-1620. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at Anderson. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in this Monday morning at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Oh, this cold. Honey. (laughs) Honey. Honey, you need DayQuil Severe Honey. 
Dayquil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. <coughs> no, I'm getting a cold. Honey. Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, honey-licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. More news, more talk with Markley Van Kevin Robbins on at 11, right after the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Average per gallon of gas, 318. Florida average is 304. We're almost getting down into an only slightly outrageous price. Uh, Mississippi is 271 and California is 473. In Navarre this morning, oh, computer killing me. I had it open a second ago. <laughs> Just not cooperating. Uh, 269 east and 267 west at the Walmarts in Navarre. 287 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge. 305 at a couple of stations going through Gulf Breeze. 277 uh, at the Sefco in Milton. 278 at the Pea Ridge Murphy. 289 in Pace. Uh, so it gets more expensive the farther west you drive. But then if you get across the river, uh, the water, into uh, Pensacola, 271 on Nine Mile at the Walmart, 271 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Coming in from the southwest side, 277, it looks like, is your best price at the Murphy on Navy. 651 News Radio 92.3. Uh, it's going to the newsroom now. David is out today, but Steve is sitting in this morning for David. Steve, what do you got? Well, the House of Representatives is censuring Congressman Jamal Bowman for pulling a firearm, alarm rather, ahead of a big vote. You see, the chamber yesterday voted 214 and 191 to censure the New York Democrat. Bowman pulled the alarm in a congressional building last September during a vote to fund the government. He pleaded guilty to one count of falsely pulling a fire alarm. And just to make sure everybody heard it the right way every time as yeah. you said fire alarm, alarm right. not firearm right. <laughs> <laughs> well forecasters say a massive storm is going to clobber the eastern half of the country this weekend severe thunderstorms strong winds heavy rain and snow are forecast to affect millions the storm's taking shape uh, across 1200 miles of the u.s from the gulf coast our area all the way to the canadian border and is going to gain strength on saturday just in time for the pensacola Holiday parade. All right. Well, uh, good thoughts here. Think good thoughts. No rain. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Every parade got rained out last weekend. We'll see what happens I tomorrow. Know. All right. Thanks so much. I uh, appreciate you coming in early today, Steve. Uh, 6.52 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, a couple of interesting news notes. Uh, one is, you know, the story surrounding the tragic death of Hillary Brown, Dr. Ben Brown's wife. Uh, the plastic surgeon, noted plastic surgeon here in town. Uh, we got a statement in from him uh, from his family yesterday, and this was a statement issued by one of uh, the representatives for the Brown family. It said this, Ben is completely devastated by the sudden loss of his loving wife, Hillary, and is desperately trying to understand how to live one day, never mind a lifetime without her by his side. His deep grief and shock is only compounded by many mistruths circulating online and in the media. 
The procedures Ben performed on the day of Hillary's passing were minor and routine. All safety and medical protocols were strictly followed, and the procedures took place during office hours with the support of Ben's medical staff. Ben is a dedicated and incredibly talented surgeon with no previous disciplinary actions or marks. Our lives have been permanently upended by the loss of Hillary, and we will forever keep her in our hearts from the family of Dr. Ben Brown. Yeah, this is a story I haven't talked an awful lot about. Um, I know it has been in the news and the PNJ and Channel 3, and, you know, I mean, it's a pretty... Uh, awful story, and uh, I also am aware that there have been a lot of allegations surrounding this story. And, uh, you know, the very unusual death of this wonderful, apparently, woman. Um, I don't like to get into these kind of stories a lot because I think it's so hard to tell what's true, and it's so easy to repeat what might turn out to be false. Uh, so if you haven't heard me talking about it, that's why I don't talk about it a lot. Because, you know, I, I like to talk about things that I understand and that I feel confident I know what the truth is. And this is one of those cases where, honestly, the the allegations are so weird and bizarre. And I just don't want to get into all that speculation. I just, I don't feel comfortable about it. That's my take, okay? Uh, 654 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Um, oh, Jonathan Owens, since we've been talking about the text messages of Jeff Bergosh this morning as major commentary yesterday during the county commission meeting. Oh, trust me, you want to be listening at 7.08 this morning because uh, when we play, the, the round three is the one that's worth waiting. The other two are good. Round three is uh, for sure worth waiting for the audio. But um, Jonathan Owens, who was the person to whom the text messages were given on a thumb drive when he was at his office, or they were given to him, given to his office and he found them. Uh, Chief of Staff for Doug Underhill, who was also a political opponent of Jeff Bergash and a very good friend of mine, by the way, I should Full disclosure, he's been on the show talking about this, sharing the news. Anyway, he is now asking the county for legal representation because they are coming after him as having been an employee. And he says, well, if I'm an employee and it was at my desk and it's county-related business, it would seem like I'm entitled to legal representation as an employee of the county. Now, he's not asking the county attorneys to defend him. He's <laughs> not that dumb just because they're involved in the investigation slash prosecution against him. But he is asking for the fees to compensate him for the legal representation that he needs to secure, which if he's being investigated and or sued as an employee for bad behavior as an employee, the county does owe him to pay him for his legal fees. So very interesting. Of course, in the past, we've had a lot of fighting over legal fees. The Board of County Commissioners um, very petulantly refusing to pay legal fees for Doug Underhill, defending himself in various suits involving his business. Uh, so we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see where this goes. But um, that's kind of the update at the moment. 655 here on News Radio 92.3. Jake Scott, traffic on the fives. Highway 98 westbound at Nantahala Beach Road in front of the Tom Thumb. We have a vehicle crash with injuries there causing some road blockage. Uh, should be moved out of the roadway sh very shortly. Um, also from our traffic tip line, the on-ramp from Davis Highway to I-110, there's a disabled abandoned vehicle against the guardrail, so just use caution going by that. Otherwise, uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good. Highway 29 is flowing smoothly, and uh, Highway 98 eastbound through Navarre and Winhaven is flowing smoothly at this time. The traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. Let us know if you see anything out there. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You bought an import. You paid extra to get it. Beamer, Porsche, Mercedes, Genesis, Jaguar, Lexus. 
You do not have to pay extra to service it. You do not have to go to the dealership. You do not have to drive to Destin or Mobile or anywhere else and pay the extra time and gas and just the price in order to get it serviced. You can take it to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on these cars all the time. The website is carclinicservice.com. That's the philosophy, which is kind of like preventative maintenance, like a healthcare clinic for your car. They also, of course, they work on domestics. They work on diesel engines. They work on gas engines. They work on, not everybody does. I mean, it's a little bit different, okay? Not everybody does. So they work on those all, no problem. Uh, so if you need your car serviced, routine maintenance, or you need a big thing, you know, done, and of course the idea is to see them for the small things so you don't have to have the big things done. That's the ideal. But if that doesn't happen, hey, Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. 657 News Radio 92.3. We're getting some texts in related to the whole, you know, I'd kind of raised the issue of, I know Commissioner Bergash likes to talk about getting a, um, a restaurant on OLF8. He always likes to refer to a steak and wine restaurant. Uh, and I made the comment, I said, if steak and wine restaurant is a profitable endeavor, why doesn't somebody just build one in Beulah? I mean, I, as a non-expert in this field, I mean, I've worked in restaurants, but I've never run one. Um, it seems like that'd be a great place to have one because the demand would be high. I don't know why it has to be on the government project of OLF8. You know, why do you have to wait that long? Um, and in fact, I mean, Commissioner Bergash always likes to talk about his experience running a restaurant and bar. I don't know why he doesn't open it himself. He could. I mean, maybe he doesn't have any interest at this point in his life. I'm not saying he's obligated. I'm just, you know, if if the demand signals are there, if it's a good investment, if it makes sense to have a restaurant there and there's lots of people, you know, why not, right? 658 News Radio 92.3, time for Future News. Future News, when Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, they they voted yesterday in Escambia County to approve the District 1 Medical Examiner's Facility. Mm-hmm. 5-0. Yeah. I, I was wrong. Congratulations. Well done, gentlemen. The three of you who reversed yourself. I appreciate you making a good adult decision. Um, will Santa Rosa County vote to approve? Yes. Yes. Will it be 5-0? Mm, I don't know about that James one. James yeah. Calkins votes no. Yeah, He's the yeah. one of the 19-1. to one. That's mm-hmm. what I think. I think he'll yeah. vote no. Because uh, he hates Dan Shebler and he has been against this thing every step of the way from the start. Um, will anything? Will there be an investigation, uh, either from the state attorney's office or from the state itself, about the text messages, sunshine, gerrymandering, all of that? I'm thinking so. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. There should be. So the answer has to be yes. If it should happen, then it should happen. By well, the way, that would help clear him as well if there was no wrongdoing, which is something that would benefit the community. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.